Today's date is December 8th, 2023, and this is episode 51 with Sarah Bottle. Hi, punks. Going to school, huh? Yeah. Why don't you play fish hooky and come fishing with us? Yeah, boy. They're sure biting. Get thee behind me, Satan, and don't push. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Now Jesus went to the desert 40 nights and 40 days. When he got tired and hungry, to his father he would pray. But the devil came to Jesus, said, if you want to be fed, why don't you turn these big old worthless stones to bread? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil, he took Jesus to the temple up on top. And he said, if you are the son of God, to fall for this alone from God. For the scripture says that angels will slow your falling down. And they'll gently put your feet back on the ground. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus, threw a mountain to show all the cities and the nations and the kingdoms here below and the devil keep told jesus you can have all that you see if you will just bow down and worship me get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan jesus said get away from me satan jesus said you don't tempt the lord our god get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, he said, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is an official Godcast. Thank God it's Friday. My name is Ron Johnson, and of course, I'm here with Mary. <laughs> and tonight, giving her testimony, our special guest, Sarah Waddle. Mary, did you catch that? I did. Did you hear what I almost said? I I almost I heard that. <laughs> I didn't say it. No, it's not that I'm. I don't want to be called Flightworks Mary anymore. I mean, that's okay. It's just, okay. you know, not everybody knows what that's about. 
<laughs> Who's this weird old flight works? And what is a flight work? Like, it, uh, all right. Like, what's a handle? Some people don't even know that that listen to this. So, you, you, you retired from <laughs> uh, your flight works. You're no longer a stewardess, correct? No, that's never what it meant. I anyway. know, I know. I think that's what people think, though. Like, she's she must be a stewardess. Flight works. It makes I, sense. I think so. Yeah, All I think right. they probably think that. How's your week? Good. Apparently better than yours. Yeah. I mean, I had a would great you, week. I'm still here. <laughs> would you like to share what happened to you? I had a really bad car accident Monday. I had some black ice, slid off the road. I hit this big old stubborn oak tree and she didn't move an inch. Um, I saw my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> and then uh, I walked away with it with a tiny little scratch. Uh, no seatbelt, cars no totaled, scratch. airbags went off. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy to be alive, but you know, talking to father about that whole situation and, uh, what I, what I got out of that is I still have some work to do and I'm, I'm still here for a reason. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm taking that conversation and I'm going to finish the race and I'll see you all at the finish line. Awesome. Yeah. Happy to be here. I'm happy you're here too. Happy to be you're here. All happy you're here. <laughs> I had no idea. Life so is great. 15 minutes ago that that happened. Life is great. Okay. And your week? Well, I didn't get into a car accident. That's good. So, so that was good. <laughs> but I've had a pretty good week. It's been busy at work. It's, you know, the usual beginning of the month thing in accounting. So, and I went to a, a memorial today for a friend of my brother's. Um, we grew up next to them next door when we were kids. And so I got to run into a lot of people that were friends with my brother. And of course, my husband was my brother's best friend. So um, it was a little bit like a reunion. Nice. So um, sad, you know, situation. The, the guy's wife died. So. so I had that going on today. And so I just flew in from that <laughs> flight. I it's not a pun your self life works come on it's all right <laughs> you know it's okay i think i like it i'm i'm a, i'm i'm okay with it i just figure it might be nice to just be merry on here so. but for those who want to tag me for prayer my name is still flight works as a handle on there so you i guess you have to know that too <laughs> i don't know how we get around it oh well yeah. So, so if anybody wants to see what my truck looked like after I hit that tree, I just put it up on the telegram page. This is official Godcast. You want to look at that mess I walked away from? Yeah. Literally one scratch too on your hand. Yeah. Life is good. God is great. Yeah. Awesome. Thank God. So let's talk about what's coming up, huh? Okay. What's coming up? We got a lot. You know everything that's coming up. Why don't you tell us what's coming up? I know next week we're, we're taking a siesta. 
right? Yeah, we're taking a vacation day. Yeah. Fiesta, siesta. Yep. On the 15th, we will not be having a podcast, a Godcast. And the 22nd is going to be Rebecca Ersfeld. She was supposed to be tonight, but um, she, her car got in an accident too by her mechanics. <laughs> so she could not come on. So. so that's Sarah was just willing to jump right in. So Rebecca will be on the 22nd. And then the 29th is Eric Ferguson. We just bagged him the other night on Kilted in the chat. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how do we get Sarah on here tonight? Is she calling in? Yeah, she's calling in. Okay. Sarah, go she's, ahead and call in. We're here. ready for you. She's on. She is? Yeah, I see her. Okay. I don't, I don't, I mean, I see her in chat, but I don't see her as a, as a speaker. Hmm. Do you see her up as a speaker? I see her up as a speaker. Okay. Well, Sarah, can you hear us? Uh, we cannot hear you, Sarah. Oh. Hmm. So maybe if you want to go out and then try and come back in. Because you know, it says, says her call ended, so she ended. She's going to come back yep. in. I didn't see her up there. I know. Uh, John, thank you. So to unmute maybe, but I don't see her on there, so I don't know if unmuting will help. Uh, yeah, I, I see she's not on there. We now, did a sound so. check with Sarah. She's out in the country and uh, she's got spotty Wi-Fi. So she was kind of hit and miss. And we just, after fighting with the Zoom a little bit, suggested maybe just a call and would work for tonight. And yeah, uh, I see that she's back live, Okay, but I can't hear her. All right. If not, Mary's so. got some uh, Bible trivia for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Sarah, if you can hear us, why don't you try to get back into the Zoom again through that invite? And we'll just deal with the um Zoom. We're gonna pray over the technology right now. Okay, Lord, we're just gonna lift this up to you right now in the name of Jesus. We just reject all plans of the enemy that would try to be strike down striking down this Godcast tonight. In the name of Jesus, let all technology be working according to your will, Lord. We're just going to trust you. We're going to trust you that the Zoom's going to work okay. And that we'll be able to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, Sarah, why don't you just um, jump off Podbean and go back into the Zoom invite that Ron sent you earlier. And we'll just deal with it from that point. And if that okay, doesn't work, I see that Conley's in the live chat. Conley can just call in and give Sarah's testimony because that worked a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That's right. And we'll just do that again. That's right. You know, he, yeah, he knows it too, probably, right? So he did such a great job with Jeff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we might just have Conley come in next week too. That's right. <laughs> We should just make him a part of the team. He should just be like the backup. Oh Godcaster. my Lord. Jesus help me. <laughs> but he can only work until 6.55 central time. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm no Joe Rogan. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Conley is in the mall shopping. He oh, says. that's perfect. Let us know yeah. when you're in the lingerie department. <laughs> 
So I know you're picking out some underwear for yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a family show, Ron. Oh, I forgot. I thought it was Conley's show for a minute. Oh, I thought it was Douglas' show. <laughs> yeah, that's what day it is. We know Conley. We know what day it is. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat that. Everybody in chat knows what day it is when it comes yeah. to Conley, but we can't talk about that in chat because no, someone, someone will hear this and, and think it's the wrong show. And, it's like, yeah. is this a testimony of salvation show? Because they're talking about underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, we're talking about underwear. Oh my God. Okay. So let me see. So what were we Sarah doing tonight? Sent testimonies? Me a text here. Are we doing testimonies tonight? Uh, I think I hope so. That'll be fun. Okay, I'm just texting her telling her to get into the zoom invite well, maybe you want to send that to her again i, I don't know this how is many just times real time can... this is how it works <laughs> if you send her a, a zoom invite again maybe she can get it through there you know what the problem was with the podbean um invite as i sent it to the one email that she said is not usually tied yeah. in with podbean so if she wants to um if you want to text me her other email can you hear me now? <gasps> yes. Hi. Can you guys okay, hear? You can hear can me? we get a? I can hear you. Can we give get a five five from the? Uh, okay. The group here. Yep. Five five. They all hear you. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. If so are you? Are you in the Zoom? You're in the Zoom, but we can't see you because you we've just got the audio. Right. Okay. Perfect. I tried okay. to get in with the video, but it was. That's okay. You know, we prayed about it and the Lord's going to take care of the Zoom. So we're just not going to worry about it. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for being here, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Welcome. Glad that you're here. <laughs> Sarah, we'd like All to right. get to know you just a little bit before we get into this testimony. Um, from what I understand, okay. uh, a couple of things Mary tells me about you is that uh, you're a wife, a mother of five. Mm -hmm. um yes your youngest is special needs yes so that makes you a super mom <laughs> um but you're you're also you've homesteaded in missouri yeah tell us about that 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 sounds fun i think we all want to do that <laughs> well um we only have a couple acres. Um, my husband actually has owned this property since he was in his early twenties. And so he's had this for 35 years. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah. And we are, um, we have several gardens pretty much using the whole property. There's nothing, it's <laughs> not an empty little piece of property on this little acreage, but, the original home was 1890 um, built um, from a railroad land grant. There were 90 acres with this property and through uh, subsequent selling um, of the land, people sold off pieces of the land until we only have two. Um, most of it is all just field around us, but um, right now we have an enormous um, greenhouse that my husband built um, about three years ago and that has extended our growing season and ability to grow different things quite a bit 
and um, then I have gardens that I've had here for since we got married, which has been over 20 years ago. So um, it was always my goal to be self-sufficient until I realized that's impossible. <laughs> hmm. And then I decided you got to outsource some things. So, um, yeah, I have I actually do a lot less now than I used to, which is fine with me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the fun. So, mm-hmm. I mean, depending on, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is, it's great. It's wonderful. Hard work is the best, but um, yeah, it, you got to make yourself um, efficient at what you do or you spin wheels. Yeah. Because there's too many things to do to not be efficient and make priority choices. Yeah, it's it's a never-ending yes. list of revolving tasks to do. I I get it. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, your mother so, and five, but you're married, so six really. He's <laughs> <laughs> an honest man. If your if your husband's <laughs> anything like the rest of us men around here, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And um, it's a blessing not to have to do it by myself. I have to say. Yeah, sorry. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're but you're dibbling, that, you're dabbling I, in podcasting. You're help, you're helping someone been along. Helping a friend, yes. Start a podcast. We've worked on it for six months or so, and talked about it for longer than that. Um, so we did our first. Finally, we're able to publish a podcast a couple days ago, and Angela Jenkins um, is my friend, and she um, has written a book about uh, fixing the soil and local food systems, and um, so anyway, we're just talking about that on the podcast. Oh. She's got a lot of really neat history um, in her back pocket, things she's done, and um, some community work with community gardens and food networks and all the different people in town that she knows connected to that is pretty phenomenal. So she has a, a great uh, repertoire of do's and don'ts. This doesn't work and this does work type of information. So it's fun. We have a good time together. All helpful. Without good soil, you can't grow a good garden. Exactly. I spend a lot of time with my soil. Um, Good. That's the most important part. Con Lee had, on the Con Lee show, he had a woman on that spoke about uh, soil reclamation, reclaiming the soil. Um, that, yeah, that was her. That was her? Same lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Awesome. So we're all <laughs> one big happy family here, aren't we? Yeah. We're all related. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It always seems to work that way. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Good. Well, we're excited to hear your testimony tonight. And we really are pleased that you came on, especially on short notice. Right. Uh, Oh, no problem. Like I told Mary, five minutes is short notice. (laughs) (laughs) A week, that's not short notice in my book. (laughs) Okay. I don't hardly plan more than a week in advance. So. Anyway, you just let me know when to go and I'll t- start. So. Okay. Well, before you do, I want to start with a prayer. So with, if, for everyone that's yeah. here, let's go to the Father here and uh, we'll do a prayer here. 
right, dear Heavenly Father, thank you once again. Thank you for having us here and having us to do Godcast. It's always an honor to be here and to work for you, Lord. Uh, we ask tonight that you lift up Sarah. She tells her testimony tonight. We thank you for her being here. We thank you for our salvation and what it has brought to our lives. And we pray salvation for anyone who doesn't know your son as our Savior. We, we pray that tonight for anyone who's listening. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. 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 Thank you, Ron. You're welcome. Uh, prayer requests. If anybody has any prayer requests, please tag Mary during the chat here tonight, and Mary will pray for you at the end of the show. If you're listening on the replay and you've got a prayer request, that's wonderful too. Send us an email. This is an official godcast on gmail.com, and we'll get that prayer into the next show. For anyone who has any questions, feel free to tag myself or Mary, and we'll be sure to get a question to Sarah. If you guys have any questions for her, we spoke to her ahead of time, and she said questions are good. We're okay to interrupt her at any point in time. So, Am I missing yeah. anything, Mary? What am I missing? Sounds good to me. Well, if it sounds good to you, then it sounds good to everyone else. That's my philosophy. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so without further ado, Sarah, we're going to hand the floor over to you. Tonight is your night. All righty then. Um, so there were three categories of things that I'm to address. And the first one being before Christ, what that looks like in my um, history. And so I have to say that um, I grew up in the church. My dad went to preaching school through the Church of Christ. And um, I don't really remember a time not being part of the church. And that was my whole life, even up to when I left for college. During high school, my family moved to Iowa, which was the most traumatizing thing that could have happened to a young girl from Florida. <laughs> and I um, immediately withdrew to myself and didn't really care to um, engage too thoroughly with very many people in Iowa, just mainly because there, um, that happened to be a very um, secular place um, as opposed to down in Florida where everybody went to church and the biggest, you know, arguments junior high kids would have were the football teams or which church you went to and um, why it was better, you know? So um, this, by the way, is in the eighties, um, a time much different than our own right now. But um, so when I went to college, I ended up skipping my senior year and went to college much too early away from home in Arkansas, went to a college that was attached to the church Christ and, um, and immediately was enamored by all the things that I had not been uh, considering doing before. Um, so I got myself in trouble and was kicked out of the first college that I was at. And then went to, so I had to work my way out of that one and um, went to another college in Arkansas, a church college as well, and 
church crisis, well, has historically been very rules-based. They are um, pretty structured as far as legalism goes. In the past, they have been anyway. Um, and so that was the most, the biggest turnoff to me that I, there were always rules that made zero sense and no one wanted to explain. And I connected that with religion and um, church. And so even though I had no intention of being the bad girl, I could explain to myself why I was not being bad and got me to the place where I was doing everything opposite of what a Christ-centered person would consider righteous. And um, that took me, well, I went on an extended trip through Europe, um, started in the school, which they had an extension school in Italy. And after going through that, I decided not to go home and just traveled for a while. went to Indonesia and just really explored the world and made created the worldview that um, I carried for a long time that has affected me to today. But um, that took another, I don't know, three or four years. And um, I can't remember when it was. It was after that and I was traveling. That's right. I <laughs> was traveling with a band from here actually in Missouri and traveling in a bus and realized that, uh, no, when I <laughs> came to the end of myself, I had um, seen and was looking for earth spirits and whatever other interesting uh, phenomena that occurred, but not really disconnecting it from God until I came to the end of myself and had a God moment of realizing that I had nothing and could offer nothing from what was just inside of me. In fact, I had less than nothing. And I think anyone that's been there knows exactly what that feels like. It's pretty shattering. So from that point, I, that was the, actually the Christ turned me around point and went to my dad and repented and just, you know, had the whole moment of, I've got to live differently. This is not what I set out to do. And um, thankfully had not made too many huge mistakes already to have to pay for, although there were some. Um, And um, just, then the long road came. I ended up getting married, um, kind of in that same area. And then I would have to write this all down as a timeline. And in fact, I have it all written down somewhere and would just have to um, go find it. But I have not done that. So um, you could just go with the flow. We're okay. Yeah. Um, but Getting married and then immediately becoming pregnant with my oldest was, um, that was, you know, I love kids. I've always loved kids, but that was where I think salvation really started because that creates in a mom that is dedicated to her children, that creates the most selflessness that you have, you, you, you're, you're forced to, right? 
Um, and so I sacrificed, learned to sacrifice my own desire for another better good. And that continued for the next, in, in dramatic steps, <laughs> any mother can attest, for the next 20 years up to today. Um, and, you know, as far as my view of Christ and our mission on earth, um, here is, I did sketch out a little bit of history of between the conviction of being um, at the end of myself and my need for salvation and a new beginning was, um, you know, I didn't want to walk back into a, a bunch of rules, but inevitably that was my idea of Christianity. And so trying to um, fit my self into all the rules, you know, spending my morning Bible time, you know, how you do that with little kids. I have five kids. It was compounding and then just, you know, not getting angry and not, you know, <laughs> the things that a mom, young mom feels guilty for. Um, and then some other teachings that are just not something I would ever put on a young mom ever. But, um, and I won't throw those under the bus at the moment but if you ask me privately I'd be happy to <laughs> so um but the there there was a guy named Joseph Prince and if you've ever watched TV and you've heard of him because he became yes. very very popular um yep and he actually was the one that I remember the time whenever he had talked about grace and how that changes the perspective of God and it impacted me so much. It was such a blessing. So I listened to that and just really fed on that for a while. And to find a new freedom for myself over the next couple of years. And then um, was more enamored with the Holy Spirit and wanting to hear for myself from God. Needing, having, with marital trouble, I needed to hear from God. I couldn't hear from anybody else. Not a pastor, not a my parents, not you know, a friend. I could hear all those things, but it didn't matter if I didn't know it was from God specifically for me. So that was my um, my aim and my singular goal for the next few years. And finding how that works was um, really an epiphany and the best thing for my spiritual walk. Um. And so uh, I've had a heart for worship always because, especially in music, that has been something that is very, um, a, a time of revelation for me. And um, then just keeping the mind uh, on the spirit rather than the carnal uh, life. And God showed me in multiple ways why that is important in my walk and you know really in everybody's walk the, the carnal mind cannot please god um and so wanting to see in the spirit um but in truth you know there's a difference in seeing in the spirit and seeing in, um, the spirit in truth because we can see all sorts of spirits but if you see in truth you're spiritually discerning with the, the mind of god the, the eyes of christ and um that's where the matter is really um so uh i guess next 
I started um, a walk. I have several friends that started doing home churches and then started um, with these, the Hebraic movement. And um, so we'd have discussions about Exodus or, you know, feast keeping or um, various topics. But um, lately it's been a really interesting um process of discovering whether we are going through an exodus or an acquisition of the land you know where are we in the prophetic story where are we in the biblical landscape and and that's kind of um moves me into forward looking forward um and that is important because of the the warfare that we're in you know we've always had been in spiritual warfare i was taught that from a kid there always is the enemy lurking and you have to have um, discernment and wisdom and be on your toes well that is very true but it's more than we ever thought and um i have been happy to listen to um pastor dave of glad tidings in yuba california on, uh, I listened to the Isaiah 61 conference, um, and I also have a friend here in town that has a ministry, You Are Worthy Ministries, and she um, is pretty profound in the way that she sees things and teaches on deliverance, and I took a class through um, her organization, and so just kind of melding some of that um, with my uh, view on um, how God works through the scripture and always keeping to the truth. There's so many charlatans, especially in that realm. You know, yeah. you look at yeah. Benny Hinn or you look at just a myriad of people that have made millions of dollars off of poor yes. suckers, you know, yes. like us. <laughs> hey, Sarah, I have a question. So um, yeah. as far as you said that you're pretty much in tune with spiritual warfare, uh, most of your life is that something that was taught to you like from in your dad's church or um how did you initially become no no experience it with wasn't that? um so church of christ taught that i mean they didn't really teach a lot on the holy spirit that you were given the holy spirit as a gift when you were baptized and it wasn't there was no signs or wonders it wasn't something that I remember them saying there isn't that, but it certainly wasn't something you, there was. <laughs> yeah. Um, if that makes sense. Um, and I, oh, it's been 20 years ago, I started going to a church, uh, an Assemblies of God church, so a Pentecostal church that um, was pretty balanced. They definitely didn't do anything wild and crazy, um, but were more open to spiritual gifts. And so I learned some there. And um, just, I do a lot of watching of things. And um, yeah. as far as, I mean, is that what you're, am I answering your question? Yep, or am I just yep, yep. I just wondered if it was something from that, it was like a basis in your life. Because I, I found that to be very unusual for a lot of people that who have learned mm -hmm. about spiritual warfare early on, you know? Well, for whatever reason, there were a, I read a lot when I was a kid, and I was always attracted to the fantasy books and 
I managed to read a bunch of books on like even astral projections and all, you know, all sorts of different, whatever you, if you might call it supernatural powers or, you know, sci-fi type things, but more put into a little girl style book or an older girl style book. Yeah. And for bad or good, that opened my eyes to seeing things in a different way. And, um, I don't really understand it all. I don't know it all. I just am aware of it. And I do find a lot of the history of um, Babylon and Nimrod and the, the, you know, the whole stories in, in the book of Enoch and the book of Jasher and uh, these extra biblical texts that were basically not existent back, you know, 20 years ago that we, not that they didn't exist, but we didn't, I didn't know about them. Yeah. And, so a, um, a seeker's heart. Anyway, basically, right. Se- so like being you know, and some people would say they're they aren't anything but a but a fiction anyway. So regardless, I think um, I'm I'm very much um, scripture first person, and um, if it fits into scripture, then I think that it's worth considering. Yeah, I agree. With Thinking you. about life and existence in in new ways. Because yeah. otherwise, we get more of the same. Right. Exactly. And that's gotten us in a really <laughs> terrible spot. Yeah. Have you listened to Coast to Coast? Like before no, in your I life? Think so. Oh, that sounded like that was a little bit like that. That's an old program on uh, AM radio. Talked a lot about that kind of thing, all the different. Oh, okay. Probably more in, in the mystic name. area of things, but. Okay. A lot like uh, the the podcast we have in common now that we like blurry creatures. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hey, that is a great show. I will publicly promote that show. Those yes. guys have great theology and um, great guests for the most part. I mean, I don't listen to every single one of their shows, but yeah. Well, coast to coast is like to... the old old school version of that. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay, go on. I so was just that's kind of me in a nutshell. No, I don't. I mean, I I don't know if that covered everything. I told you I talked fast because I get it over with. Um, I think so that's I didn't great. Give very much on, but I can answer any questions. Sure. Or have Does a anybody, discussion on something. Yeah. Does anybody? If we'll just put that out there to the chat too. If anybody has any questions, they can certainly chat them out. We'll ask her. I'm curious mm-hmm. about the band. <laughs> when you first talked about the band. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. was that like? What was that kind of like you were playing or singing in the band or were you kind of a groupie or what was that about? Oh, I, that, it was more of a groupie thing. <laughs> I was friends with them and I did sing a little bit. I was kind of loopy, I have to say. They did, I don't know. It was all just one of those. I, I, you know, honestly, I was not into drugs or alcohol. So I have to at least give myself that caveat, whereas everyone else kind of (laughs) was. So, yeah. And even with to be be around a band, they didn't care. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary um, Allen, it was just a jam band. Oh you know, one of these deadhead bands that did dead covers and 
fish songs and you know whatever they, <laughs> some songs they wrote that kind of stuff well it sounds pretty fun actually um uh, mary you know, mary all in wants to know <clears throat> mary all in has a question um how did she start sewing shoes and other things yeah talk about that a little bit about your shoes oh, yeah. okay and these aren't just um, like shoes right, so girls these are like well i'll let her tell you about it <laughs> so i've been a seamstress seamstress since i was little my first sewing machine was like this little miniature six inch tall plastic sewing machine that had holly hobby on it <laughs> and i would make things with it because i had chain stitch and then um my parents got me a sewing machine a real sewing machine and I, it couldn't stop me then so i've always sewed my grandma was a great seamstress my mom has sewed all my life so um recently so i've done a lot of work i've done i just made that my business when i decided to stay home with my kids um when i was homeschooling because i got my education in, in education to be a elementary school teacher and then when i had kids before i got finished with my degree i wanted to decide i was going to homeschool so i stayed home well um, I had already started a sewing business and named it Angeline Design back when I was in my early 20s. And so I just kind of went with that and have done everything from piecework, which is basically, okay, a friend of mine has a company and she sews music therapy props and she'll say, okay, I have 40 of this and 100 of that and here you go. And so I sew it all together and give it back to her and each piece is worth so much money. And then I've done that for a couple different companies and then um, just custom work of all kinds, everything from alterations to garments to home stuff to I taught myself upholstery, old school style upholstery. And then I bought a leather machine because one of my jobs was making gloves for this glove company. And so with the leather machine, I have had a lot of fun making purses and different I was making baby booties. And so I kept thinking, I want to, I want to make adult shoes. So for probably five years, I wanted to make adult shoes, but I thought, well, I'll have to get one of those. There's another machine that, that sews through a lot more layers of leather. And I um, just couldn't fathom getting another machine. I have five industrial machines <laughs> and, and then finding a place for it. And then just another thing to do. Well, my daughter and a couple of friends started getting into these barefoot shoes and these grounding shoes. And, um, and I was making some booties for another kid's line that my daughter and her friend started and wanted me to, we were wanting to do together. I have to admit, I was going to do this with them for them. And they were actually helping me because I'm, I can make things, but I don't know what everybody else likes. So anyway get back to making the adult shoes. I just did it on a whim. And then I really liked it. And I started making more and gave them to my family and friends. But this is, this is what I want to do. I love this. So I started making more and more until I perfected the pattern and the styles. I had two styles and then um, decided to make a bunch and sell them at Bard Fest. So I did and made those and some Faraday bags um, out of with leather covers and some purses and I did really well it was a blessing I was encouraged so I've been doing that um, and it's the other things that I'm doing 
fun. It's I like it. They're, you know what? And they look like Jesus shoes. That's what they remind me of. Like <laughs> they probably like, feel like it too. Like Jesus would wear these. Like their sandals, like that. They're super comfortable. Uh, all yeah. summer, that's pretty much all I wore. No, everywhere. Like even the town. I thought at first it was hard to walk on pavement or inside buildings, but after I got used to it. I really wore them all the way around my house all the time, all over the yard and the garden, everything. I, Explain to people what um, grounding is. Thank what you. grounding okay. means. I know what that is, but go ahead so, and say it. So the theory behind, um, or the philosophy behind um, barefoot shoes first is that you have a wide toe box that allows your, your toes to go naturally straight the way that they are whenever you're a baby rather than pointed with all the shoes that we wear today that have more of a pointed toe and it pulls them in well it's supposed to improve your balance and all sorts of things grounding is where you are um, allowed to connect to the earth's energy and it works like you're um you charge your battery like you are an electric electric System, your body has electric system that is testable and you know provable. And um, when we wear rubber shoes, rubber-soled shoes, that um, are the connection that we have to the earth, which is the negative side of the battery, is blocked. Um, and then um, if you go barefoot, that's why going barefoot they call it grounding. It actually is a, the number one way to um, negate the effects of EMF um, on your body, and it also is great for just helping your, your all your systems to just um, re-energize because it connects a lot of the, the electrical system uh, meridians and so on. There's several energy lines in your body, and um, some companies make a grounding shoe that has more of a rubber sole, but they have these. Oh, they're made with either copper filament or silver filament. Um, some of them you even plug in, you charge them up, and then it grounds your body, uh, even if you're inside or you're wherever you're at and you wear these shoes. Or you can buy a grounding mat. You can look it up and, and find out more about it. But it's pretty effective, according to these friends of mine that use them. And But the way that mine are grounding is not because they have anything special in them it's just because they're made of leather and there's nothing in it there's no block from the earth to your body and um you know if you're standing on a laminate floor you're not going to get it's not going to be a grounding effect but um you know if you're outside or you're like we have an old house that basically just has a stone and wood foundation I'm fine in my house. So um, anyway, that's how mine are grounding. And oh, that's fascinating. That <laughs> that's fascinating. Do you have these available yeah. to purchase? Yes, I do. Okay, because um, there's a good half they, a handful of people in chat that have mentioned that they want them. <laughs> so how okay, can we so find them? They can email me first for now. Okay, so my... I, marketing is not my gift. <laughs> um, my uh, daughter-in-law is has started a store for me, a, a square store that I can take orders on and sell on, but it is not complete. 
So um, if you email me at s period angeline, which is a n g e l i n e at live with a v dot com, then you just tell me who you are and what you're looking for, and we'll work it out. Because the way that I like to do them is with a a print of your foot, and so you could just take a footprint, like trace around your foot, and I'm thinking it will work to send it as a PDF, and then I can print it off and use the use the um, the whatever the the model there for the sole of the foot. Um, that is my method okay. <laughs> so far. I meant to test it. I haven't tested that that will work, but I'm thinking that will work. That makes sense. Like, a, or a scan. It could be scanned in a um, scanner. If anybody has an old school scanner. Um, otherwise, there are measurements. I could take a measurement on the store. We're doing. I can send a PDF of the measurement. So basically, you would have three measurements: the length of the foot, the width of the ball of the foot, and the width of the heel. And I can make one from that too. And I'd like the picture of the foot so that, cause there's, I mean, it is okay. amazing how many types of feet people have really. Do you have a, do you have a picture of one of your creations that we could maybe post on the telegram? A couple of people asked if they were like mulligan, mulligans, moccasins. So they are like moccasins. I don't okay. make them like a native American style. Those are all hand laced. Um, and I don't hand lace them. I sew them with a machine. Yeah. So I can send you a picture. I do have a few pictures I can send you. Okay. Yeah. If you want to text them to me, I'll make sure they get on the Telegram page along with uh, your email address too. And I've got but a yeah, question. that grounding is awesome. I mean, even just being barefoot in your garden, like, you know, Ron, yeah. you like to garden. Just being out mm -hmm. barefoot in the, in the garden is good. It's a guard yeah. grounding effect. Correct. Is that correct? Oh, yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, I don't like to wear shoes yep. much in the summer. Summertime, I'm, if I'm not working, I'm usually barefoot. Yeah, that's a good way to be. That's a good way to live life. Mm -hmm. the, I've got a question uh, coming from Truth Patriot in chat. It was asking, because he heard your comment about living in an old house with stone foundation wood floors. Does that make you grounded? Um, I am not the pro, and I don't have the equipment to test it but my theory is it does yeah because <laughs> we have no there's no um well wood and stone are natural so the, yeah, yeah right stones like you can walk on stones and mm -hmm. you're you're actually that's still part of the earth and the, and the wood obviously is so yeah okay we don't I'm have any like laminate floor or anything like that so i, I just posted know. a couple I posted a couple what? pictures from Tammy of her shoes oh, that nice. she got from you. So I guess I can just do it while I'm on my phone. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. good. It's good. We're we we want you on your testimony. So we're good. Oh, oh I <laughs> we'll see. Take care of the details. <laughs> Jesus would for sure wear these. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But if I'll tell you what though, if if uh if you're watching the chosen. And the characters were walking around in these you would be like yeah I, yeah absolutely hey you know what yeah. i know i actually made a couple of costumes for some people that were extras in the chosen see, and see, i made from go. head to toe i did some leather work for them 
collected their their robes and their head pieces and their bags. It was fun. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, Very these nice. would work for the chosen for sure. Beautiful. Yeah. Even though they're machine stitched, I think we could we could probably make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're not supposed to show any machine stitching in the chosen stuff. It has to all be handsome. I think invisible. it's a, I think it's amazing when you kind of are able to step into your gift that God, you know, has given you. And you, so many of us kind of wonder about that so much. Okay, what, what is my gift? Yeah. What is my gift? What can I do? And and then once you just, got your gift, then it's like, how do I use it? So yeah. there's that yeah. other obstacle. Yeah. Just Good starting point. out little with something like, like how you told your story about, you know, just started a little, yeah. little thing. And then pretty soon people start asking you about it and you're making more. And um, I think that's how it happens a lot of times with our gifts that God has given us. And it, it doesn't have to be even gifts of making things that I'm talking about. It could mm -hmm. be gift, a gift of encouragement. Could be a gift of prayer for others. I mean, just God uses everybody in some fashion, and usually a lot different that's than good. your neighbor. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, I think it's neat when we can encourage each other's gifts. You know, rather than be critical of each other. I have to remind myself of that quite a bit. <laughs> you know, my desire, as probably all of you, is to encourage people around me and to be an encourager. But I know my mind and flesh is generally more critical, which is yeah. ridiculous. And tears tears our community down, tears our family down, tears our myself down. Even you know, it's interesting. Um, I figured this out. When I, um, when I was traveling, that no matter what it is that you, that I criticize in someone else or I'm angry about in someone else, that generally it's because it's something in myself that needs fixed, that I need to address. That is a spiritual truth. And, you know, it's, it's better to remember if I'm, if I'm being critical of somebody else. Oh, what is it that I need to <laughs> look at in my own soul here? So I think that's, that's very true. true. That's yeah. very true about that. It doesn't make it any less true about the other person often, <laughs> but it is more important for us to take the log out of our own eye. Yeah, exactly. Well, I see that you sent me a couple more pictures and I'm going to post them yeah. right now in our, uh, telegram and wow these little kids ones or is that what that is this last these uh yeah those baby ones aren't they yeah cute? they're really cute wait till you guys see these so um really good work and just think about the person that's making those shoes is a child of god mm -hmm. and exactly. i can imagine there are prayers that are said during the times they're making these shoes and there are Actually, there's something yeah. to that mm -hmm. i think i do pray over every pair i make and if it's for somebody and i it's very it's very interesting when it's for somebody sometimes their own spiritual battles tend to come through when i'm making the shoes 
which is so weird. You would not think that would be true, but it is true. I may yeah. get this. I, well, maybe I shouldn't say. Never mind. I can't say it. I can't say who it is. Whitney. Well, you don't have to say who it is, but. Well, just certain things like um, I was making a pair and it must have been, I don't know how many pair I made, 50th pair maybe that I'd made the same. And it was like putting a square peg in a round hole. Every, the, I just kept thinking that to myself. I had to take it out and kept trying to put it back in there. I'm like, I know this will work. What is going on with the shoe? And so I wrote her a note and told her that actually I'm, I have a feeling that's probably something that you are dealing with. And <laughs> I'm praying for you to have ease in your work, you know, and praying that, that God gives you favor in the things that you're doing and smoothness and, you know, in, in your, you know, whatever it is you're working on. So it's just really interesting. And the little that I know about this person, I would guess that that probably is true. Maybe not. Maybe I'm totally wrong. <laughs> you never well, know. scripture came to mind earlier when you first started talking about this, and I did post it in the chat. It's from Ephesians 6, mm -hmm. and it's verse 15. And as shoes for your feet, having put it on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Yeah, feet are important. Mm -hmm. Like some people have been saying in the chat too, feet are important. Shoes. Mm -hmm. It says a lot. Yeah. That's what I, God gave me too. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first I first met you is when they're um, in Missouri at uh, the mm -hmm. very first uh, Bards FM Bards Fest. Mm -hmm. And I remember you had your kids there. I don't know if you had all of your kids, but I know you had Elijah with you. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember feel. I mean, I saw a lot of people during that time because I was in the welcome area. But you yeah. just struck me as someone who, just a caring parent, first of all, and but also just just like a, a free spirit about you. Like you're just um, like the Holy Spirit guiding you. I mean, direct. You're letting him direct your steps and mm -hmm. you just have a very very kind eyes and very bright and um i just wanted you to know that i, th I think i might have told you that already but i wanted other people to know that and i also thank you um <clears throat> wanted to ask you if you were willing to talk a little bit about elijah or uh, some people got to meet him at in california i can hang on a sec that might be him knocking on the door. <laughs> she said that might happen. Elijah was the one that was, uh, some people have mentioned that he was wearing Conley's cowboy hat back in the kitchen area in, in Yuba City. Little cowboy, huh? Yeah. Like he was, he was a big helper there. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. Yes, I, I can speak about him that's all right yeah i th i would um, love that i think some people are really were taken with him that got to meet him in california and some people who who didn't might want to know so well he is 13 at, at this time and um was i'll just start from the beginning i guess he was a very difficult pregnancy and in a lot of ways and um 
So when he was born, there were a lot of physical traumatic issues. And um, my parents had all, all of their friends praying for him and all the people I knew were praying for him. He has had more people pray over him through his life than most people ever get in their whole life. It's pretty incredible. But um, he is very keenly aware of the spirit it seems like to me his communication level is i mean he can understand a lot but his, he to communicate to other people what he's thinking is hard for him um and he's he's you know he's able to do a lot of things physically but i still take care of him um from bathing him to dressing him to everything and um, I've been homeschooling him for the last couple of years, which is challenging, but it's worthwhile. And I think better than any other alternative that I've found. Um, so we are, um, I have him in a classical conversations program right now. And then he's doing music um, with a homeschool band. And, you know, he does as much as he can do. And then he refuses to do, <laughs> do more. Um, <laughs> Um, so he's quite a character. He's got a sense of humor and he knows what he wants most of the time. Um, he's pretty easy as far as um, special needs kids go. I have um, encountered a lot of people with much more difficult situations. And um, that being said, though, he is, takes up the majority of my time um, just caring for him and doing for him. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, as far as his spiritual um, presence, I've had a multitude of people through his life. And we went to, um, we've always been very involved in uh, the church I was going to, um, in the children's ministry, as well as the um, production in worship ministry. And so we spent um, hundreds of hours in worship production. Um, recital or rehearsals and so on and just he's a worshiper he loves worship music in fact he could do that all day every day videos of worship or listening to his worship music that he likes and um and he's he i mean he's he knows what he's doing it's pretty cool yeah. um he pray he likes to pray for people and um he's um he's got a special energy about him that her special spirit on him that people not everyone but i have had a lot of people come up and say you just don't even know what he did for me you just don't even know that he, how he healed my heart you don't even know <laughs> wow that's incredible um we had so. someone here um kitty well now she's kitty to chicky i guess uh, her handle but karen she Sharon. said, mm -hmm. yeah, she said that um, you have worked so hard with Elijah and he is a darling young man. He does very well in meeting people and for the most part is attentive and kind. I'm sure like anyone, he has his moments, but I was really impressed with his love for Jesus and music. And I mm -hmm. have to I have to second that. And I was back working in the kitchen um, area, the food barbecue area in California as well. And he came up, there were so many times he came up to me and just, I would be doing something 
you know, um, like I was setting out things or doing something manually or whatever. And he would come up and he would just take my hand and he would just hold it <laughs> and just look at me. And then he kind of, he kind of nuzzle in a little bit and oh. <laughs> just, it was awesome. And so no, when people were saying, a lot of people are commenting now in the chat about how, um, how touched they were. And Erica said, both Kelly and I spent as much time with him until Sarah reeled him back in. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I, 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 always, I, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just, I always want to be careful not to have, let him be too overwhelming to people. So that's usually what, what I'm doing <laughs> when I do that, not because I don't want him to be around people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing some of that. And we, and I had, you know, we talked earlier about if that was okay for you to, sh you know, if you were okay sharing some of that, but um because it you're right it is a big part of your life and um like ron said you're a super mom <laughs> yeah homeschooling yeah awesome yeah it's a lot but it's worth it i mean i could tell you oh the reward i mean it's not every single homeschooler that that um finds their kids um delightful after they've grown but <laughs> i have been blessed with that yeah. um you know i i know so many people you know at this point that have homeschooled their kids and you know everybody has their own issues but it's just been a grace for me to enjoy seeing my kids grow up be successful and you know they all have their struggles but I'm, I am, I am thankful. I'm so thankful that I went through that sacrifice of myself. And, and I, I say it that way because as a mom, that's what it is. You, you have to see it that way or it is. there's just, it's too hard. That's so, the reality of it. Um, and I don't, yeah, it is. I'm not saying it toot my own horn. I'm just saying that's the truth. And if you don't start out from that perspective, you burn out really fast and um that and you know also the reward if there's a, re a reward at the end that you don't see for a long time and that is usually relationship it's often um just a more i find that a lot of homeschool kids know who they are they're not quite as concerned with all the pressures of peers that's not across the board but for a lot of them and if they're able to be involved with normal society um then they aren't off balance either which there's plenty of those too but yeah and you know and who cares if if your kids want to be off balance from the rest of society that's probably a good thing oh exactly <laughs> amen to that yeah amen to that. they're better off yeah yeah mm -hmm. for sure you're not supposed to fit in right the world Yep. Yep. And those will be the people that honestly, those will be the people that survive. Those will be the people that are able to create a new society if the world crumbles the way it seems to be. Yes. Because if there are survivors that stay where we're at, they have to know how to take care of themselves and each other. They have to know how to work together. They have to know how to communicate. They have to know how to live off the land and work without technology and et cetera, et cetera. Or use what tools are given. Learn how to learn. Homeschooling yes. is about 
teaching kids how to learn, not what to learn. Because then yes. they can teach themselves everything. Yeah, they're they lifelong. Learn. Lifelong, mm -hmm. they can be teaching themselves how to learn. Yes, yes. And as a homeschool, you reclaim your education. That I'm sure that Tiffany would also say that's true. You reclaim your own education because we were maleducated well yeah. in public school. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. And yeah. um, like God I was saying, you guys. I in the in the thing that you know about you before we started is that um, just right away you're willing to just jump right in and that speaks a lot about you too so thank you you're welcome i'm happy to glad i didn't forget <laughs> stand you up <laughs> oh i wouldn't let you forget <laughs> i'm i've, I've kind of known in these parts is the hound dog <laughs> yeah. everybody well, up. hurting cats mm -hmm. i think that's what another thing <laughs> I absolutely yeah. love that you're using your talents for the Lord. And it's, it's something that I want to encourage every single listener that's listening to this to do. And I know it's, it can be difficult. And like we talked about, sometimes we don't even know what our talents is. Well, you know, that's something that we got to pray about, you know, pray and ask father, what is my talent? You know, hit, hit, have a conversation. Uh, you'll fig you'll well, figure it out. What you have fun doing what yeah. you enjoy and you've always liked. Yeah. And then once you figured yeah. that out, what your talent is, then figure out how you can use it uh, to, yeah. for, for God. Good word. Even if you have like, good word. for example, if you're really bad at podcasting, but you could still <laughs> barely pull it off, go for it. <laughs> Even if it's not your talent, That's do fun. something. But, you know, um, yeah. I think the term in this community has been that's been used quite a bit as pew marshmallow. Don't be that pew marshmallow, you know, do something, find out what your talent is, figure it out and get to work, get to work. We can't do this alone. You know, this is uh, something that we all got to do together. We got to move forward with and every person, every person is valuable to this fight. Yes. We need, we need mm -hmm. everyone. That's right. Even the people that don't know it yet. And we're going to pray for them. I talked with Angela about that the other day when we were talking about working with our neighbors we don't agree with. And mm. she, you know, it, it's just something we have to find common grounds with people because then that's where you win them to Christ. Even yes. if I, I don't agree with your philosophy of life or perspectives on politics or whatever, I'm going to, you know, my best self would <laughs> find a place to connect if I need to do that. No, I'm not going to say I do that perfectly all the time because that would be a lie. But, well, ideally, however we many, I think sometimes, you know, there's a lot of people I love to shake and bake. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it's the kindness of God that leads to repentance. We have to remember that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get more angry at systems than I do at people. Yeah, people yes. are just people. That's right. That's right. But systems are evil, as designed by their creators often. Yeah. So, well, mm. I'm very thankful that you came on here tonight to talk about Thanks. God and your family and your work 
And I'm very thankful that I got to meet you a few years ago. I'm thankful I got to see you a couple more times this year. Likewise. And, That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks okay. for coming on, Sarah. It. Thank you for coming on, Sarah. You guys you're, are very kind. You're, um, you've been a blessing tonight, and I know you'll be a blessing to someone listening on the replay, too. That'd be great. All right. So if I well, can. Well, thanks for doing what you're doing. I think it's wonderful. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Sarah, will you, will you, do you have to leave, Sarah? Will you stay with us? Um, just for a minute. I got to go fix dinner. But yeah, okay. Yeah, I well, can talk. No, I understand. If you got to go, you got to go. Let's get that. Uh, everybody's got to eat, right? <laughs> Everybody around here seems to. <laughs> <laughs> They're all looking at you salivating. Mom, get off that thing. We're hungry. <laughs> We have this little spot here where we'll we'll open the call lines up and where they might be already open, but and to do a call for salvation. And you never know. They're always open. They might need some prayer. So okay. yes, Colin's open. If, uh, if anyone here is listening to the live chat that hasn't received Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior, hey, today's the day. Go ahead and call on in. Mary and I will pray for you. I'm gonna read Romans 10, 9 through 10. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. I also want to encourage everyone that's listening, if you haven't told your testimony, you don't have to come on here and tell it. We like to do this show just to encourage you, to show you how easy it is. Um, we'd love for you to come on the Godcast and do your testimony. That'd be wonderful. But we want to encourage you to share your testimony with others that you know that perhaps don't know Jesus Christ. Um, so get out there. Tell them, tell them what Jesus did in your life. Tell them how he changed your life around. A real easy thing with uh, testimonies is, you know, when you speak with someone, they're, they're usually going to tell you, you know, some grief in their life. And and generally, we've all gone gone through the same thing, and uh, real easy just to help them understand how you deal with that deal with that same type of grief now with the Lord in your in your life. Um, I know once we're all saved, we look at we look at our problems a little bit differently. Um, they they certainly don't hurt as much because we know we're not alone in this. We know we've got somebody to lean on, someone who's going to love us, and someone who will be there. Uh, very easy, just. To have faith in the Lord. I want to thank everyone that's been here tonight. We have some new guests, and it's great to see new guests here, uh, new new people listening. Thank you, each and every one of you, for coming. Mary, am I missing anything? No, I think you've got it. I love that. When you share the salvation message, you have a passion for it. And I've told you this personally, but just wanted to say this on air that I really think that is such a valuable part of this entire Godcast. That's, you know, sharing our testimonies, that's the focus a lot in this. But bringing someone to the foot of the cross is so important and yeah i think the uh, the authenticity of 
you sharing how important that is to you is comes through. And so it's thank just, you for that. For me, I just, it's the most important thing in the Bible. You know, it's, um, it's why we're all here. It's what we were set here to do. And I love the testimonies, you know, I, this all started because I, I heard a testimony at my brick and mortar church and for me, aside from the word, aside from the Bible, I think testimonies are the most powerful thing that there is. You know, I, I, again, I love the word. I love the Bible, you know, to be able to, to, to read what God did 2000 years ago is amazing. But to know that he's still working today and these testimonies and these lives today shows proves that he's a living God. And, uh, and I'm amazed at what he's doing today, just as I'm amazed at what he did 2000 years ago. Some of the people that have come back, some of the people that have given their life to the Lord, um, you know, just in the last week, you know, a couple weeks ago it was Kat Von D. You know, mm-hmm. this, this, this is a woman who is a witch. Um, just last week, I don't know if anyone knows who daddy Yankee is or, um, but, but he, he's a, um, big Spanish rapper and he, he's done. He's, 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 he's done with that industry. He's done with that life. He gave his heart to the Lord and he's got a whole new purpose now. Um, but yeah, for this show, I, you know, the salvation thing, it was like, okay, we're going to open up calls for salvation. Someone's going to call every week. People are going to get saved. It's going to be awesome. And <laughs> yeah. it never really happened. Um, but what's really happened is a lot of people that listen to the show have gone out yes. into the real world and have spread the gospel, shared the yes. good news. Yes. And that's that's been the real encouragement. Um, just got a text message a couple days ago. Someone said, uh, I got a text that said, Hey, do you know what date it was when you put out that, um, that one year challenge of praying for someone? Yeah. Well, evidently somebody brought someone to the Lord and they're excited about telling me about it. And I said, Oh man, that's great. We got it. You know, maybe you should come on and share that story. So, well, we're going to wait and we're going to see if we can get that person to come on and share his testimony. So, you know, what an encouragement that is for us, you know, Mary and myself to know that, you know, actually what we're doing is not just uh in vain you know that it's actually doing something and i think um i don't know what you've heard mayor but i've 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 gotten uh, um i think that's maybe the fourth or fifth time someone's come to me and and uh has told me about a salvation story yeah you know that that started here on the godcast and and that's just incredible. And you and I said it from the beginning, Mary, if it's just one person, it's worth it. Yeah. And, and it's it not is. even just, uh, it's even just the, the principles of, of God and being like forgiveness. There mm-hmm. was someone who just sent me a message the other yes. day said yes. that they were touched by a testimony, testimony that talked about forgiveness. forgiveness. And, uh, that was Gwen's testimony. If anybody, um, Lots of us have talked about forgiveness, and there has been a lot of that in all of the testimonies. Yeah. Her testimony stood out um, for forgiving, for forgiveness. And this person reached out and said 
they've been trying and trying and trying all this time. And it was that testimony that clicked with them and how important it is to forgive and how mm -hmm. powerful that is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, it's not all that much work to do this podcast. I mean, it, there is a, you know, a lot of details and different things, but is it worth it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, even if, even if we, you know, we, we need to fill some spots in January, even if, even if we had a time where we couldn't have anybody on here, I think even just talking about what has gone on here is pretty valuable. Yeah. Too. And just having conversation about it. And you're right. People have been encouraged to share it with other people. And that's the other thing I think that you're very passionate about is share this with somebody yeah. share your testimony with somebody it doesn't have to be on the show share it with somebody and so hopefully we've encouraged people to do that we we're coming up on a year since we started actually mm -hmm. i think it was december 23rd of mm -hmm. last year yeah that was your testimony the first one so i guess we're gonna keep going <laughs> So. For as long as the Lord keeps giving us people to give testimonies, we will be here. Yeah. We're just going to leave it on him. That's right. When it's time, it's time. And we just keep going. He has given us a vacation day next Friday, though, just so everybody knows. That's a present. That's a one-year present. That's right. Because this is, this, this is episode 51 right here tonight, right? Yeah. So yeah. 52 We've been here every Friday, 52 is 52 year. weeks, 52 weeks in a year. So next week is our one year, uh, birthday, I guess, so to speak, anniversary, birthday. Yeah. And, anniversary. I don't know. And we're going to celebrate by not being here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm going to go dance and that's what I'm going to do. And that's another thing. Friday nights in my community. That's a big dance night. So big sacrifice you're making, Mary. Well, it's been easy. It has been easy. I haven't missed that much. I missed a couple of things, a couple of events with my kids. So, you know, a talent show or something like that. And uh, so I missed a couple of nights, but I'm not going to tell you it wasn't worth it. It was definitely, you know, yeah, it's just nothing like being here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Okay, well, we should probably get some prayer on, huh? Oh, yes. Can't forget that part. Prayer requests? Do we have any? Yeah, we do have one from Tooth Patriot for um, his wife's boss who uh, lost her father. Oh. Okay. So that would be... Uh, her name is Robin. Yeah, okay. And we got a jar full of people we're going to pray for tonight. Yes, I need to get those jars, peoples, out of the drawers. Yeah, buddy. For now, we're going to make some noise. Like and Gal Foster's here to. tonight, so we got that going for us. Yeah, that's my vegetarian best friend. She rolled in a little late, but we're not going to hold that <laughs> against her. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think, um, thank you, Truth Patriot, for 
sending that out about um, your wife's boss, Robin, and her dad. So we'll pray about that. We'll also pray about, um, pray all these people's names in this jar. And for people that don't know, that might be new here, we actually just started this not too long ago. A post by Ben Bland, which is someone the Godcast follows, and we're trying to get on for his testimony, by the way. Um, he has this prayer jar that he started. They have at their church, and it's specifically for people who need salvation, who don't have salvation, who who families are praying for them to know the Lord. And so every week on Friday, um, we pull out the names on this jar and they're, we're always adding to them and we want to just call them out by their names because I think that's important to be known. The Lord knows them already, but I think there's something to be said about saying something out loud in the spiritual realm. So we'll talk about that when we, we pray for these, these folks here. Beautiful. Okay. So <clears throat> Lord, thank you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for the Godcast. Thank you for Ron. Thank you for this mission. Thank you for bringing Sarah to us. Thank you for all that you've done in her life and giving her um, just the, the boldness to come on here and share at such short notice. And all the different things that you have brought to her life, Lord. It's so remarkable that she notices your hand in it throughout her life. We praise you and we thank you for the, for the time where she was faced with that decision. And it's not lost on her, Lord, that the Holy Spirit guided her to the right decision of accepting you in her life in a more serious relationship with you. We want to pray for a blessing over her family her children, her husband, her property, her business. Lord, just bring a mountain of blessing upon her and encouragement to keep going and to keep working for you, Lord. And we want to pray for Elijah right now. We thank you for his gentle heart. And we, we just praise you and thank you that he loves you too. And bring him a special blessing tonight, even in this very moment, that he would feel your presence in a real way. And that would just radiate to the rest of the family. Thank you for Sarah's heart, Lord, that you've given her a, a caring mother's heart. And the sacrifices that she's, she's made for her family. It's not lost on us that that's a principle of you, Lord, is sacrifice. That's what this all is based on, is your sacrifice. So we thank you for that. We also want to lift up Truth Patriot's wife's boss. Her name is Robin, and she lost her father today, Lord. And I know I'm not telling you that because you don't know that, Jesus. <laughs> but um, we, just, we just care about our family here that have gathered and that extended family and friends of those people that we care about. So, Laura, just give Robin a sense of peace right now. Help her feel your presence. I don't know if, if she knows you, Lord, but I pray that 
through this, she would either get to know you or she would know you even more through this pain and hurt that she's going through losing her dad. And I thank you, Lord, that she's got an advocate in Truth Patriot's wife. And she goes by deplorable dog mom handle for anybody there that's listening. Thank you. And thank you for her husband coming out to say that she needed prayer. That's pretty amazing too. And that's a, a really encouraging thing to see in a married couple and they support each other like that. So thank you, Lord. And I also want to lift up every week we've, we've been lifting up Jim since this fall, since he he's lost his son. And we just, again, Lord, we pray for peace, even more peace, more healing. You've done so much healing in his life since then, but we ask for even more healing and more restoration. And just he's talked some about his family a little bit on his show, coming together and talking more. So we pray for just an awesome restoration and relationships and family. And bless him as he's on his way to celebrate some birthdays of some grandkids. So give him some joy tonight, Lord, and maybe in an unexpected way. And also, Lord, we want to lift up all these people in our prayer jar, Lord. We pray for salvation for each and every one of these people with their names here and in the dates when they were written and placed in this jar. You know who they are, Lord. We want to we wanna say them out loud tonight. Kathy, James, Sarah, Gregory, Patrick, Blake, Ron and Kathy, Leah, Jay, and Ariana, Caleb, Sean, and Taylor. Lord, we pray for people to come up into their lives right now that would just come up alongside them and share their testimony with them. Share that in a way that they would know that you are the Lord, that it would touch them in just a divine way that you've already prepared. You've already prepared the key for these people. So we pray for opportunities to arise to share the gospel with them. We pray for uncovered eyes and uncovered ears and softened hearts for every single one. And even as I look upon each one of these, some of them I've seen, some I've not in person. And But you know every single one of these people, Lord. You know, you know the whatever it takes. So we pray that over them, the whatever it takes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary. Man, what an awesome night. You know, is Sarah still with us, or did she have to go make dinner? Uh, she checked out. She's probably making dinner. 
She might be listening though while she's making dinner. <laughs> you gotta make That's that what I'm going to do afterwards. I'm going to make some venison. Finally. Ooh, that sounds good. You know, somebody just gave me some venison burger. I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to make some chili this weekend. I'm getting excited. Well, I've had this stuff out like for the last three days. I'm thawing. So it's time to do it. It's going to be stroganoff. Oh, my goodness. That sounds yeah. delicious. I know. All right. We can't talk about food. I know. Right. Okay. So next week, we're going to be off. And then we'll be back December 22nd. With Rebecca Ersfeld. With Rebecca Ersfeld. And then. You're not going to want to miss that one, guys. Really. We don't want to miss it? No. I mean, you don't want to miss any of them. Rebecca's going to be awesome. Well, everyone's awesome. Everyone is awesome. Well, God is awesome. God is the only one that's awesome. But his story and all of everyone else's life is also awesome. And then I'm but super I'm excited. I'm because she's my friend. <laughs> you know her. Well, she's a friend of yours is going to be awesome because every single one of your friends that's come on here has just been absolutely awesome. Everyone that's been on here has been awesome. Are you kidding me? And then, I know, right? And then December 29th, we're going to finish out the year with one of our military veteran friends, Eric Ferguson. Yes. yes. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, he's been here tonight too. So, And he lost his father. I should We should lift him up too in prayer about his family and he's just recently lost his dad. I have to hear that that right now. So we'll just lift you up in the name of Jesus and give you peace and love and joy and all the memories that you're going through right now, Eric. Jesus name. All right. So we're excited about all that stuff. All right, guys. Anything else, Mary? No, you well, you got one more thing to say. Is it time to go? You you got one more thing to say. (laughs) You won't let me leave until I say it, will you? (laughs) No, you gotta say it. You like it, don't you? I like it too. I do too. I like it. Oh, my dearest friends, let us not forget we are here for one reason (laughs) and one reason only, and that is to spread the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So please find that person you love that does not know him and share your testimony do it today yes good night everybody love you Tuesday blue plate special when the man in the next booth said don't you watch TV don't you know that God's a myth I hate to see you waste your breath cause there ain't no use talking to a ghost that don't exist the praying man said amen and looked up from his blade said you may not talk to god right now but there's gonna come a day because whether you're a farmer in the field praying for the rain 
Oh, you curse him at the graveside Cause he called a loved one's name You can thank him, you can blame him Either way you're gonna face him Whether you believe in him or not Cause in the end Everybody talks to God Man in the booth went quiet Cause he didn't have a comeback So he shrugged it off and paid his tab And shuffled out the door And the praying man he prayed For the man who drove away Hoping he would see the light Before it got too late but how was he to know he touched a non-believer's soul who got that conversation two red lights down the road cause whether you're a farmer in the field praying for the rain oh you curse him at the graveside cause he called a loved one's name you can thank him, you can blame him Either way you're gonna face him Whether you believe in him or not Cause in the end Everybody talks to God Everybody talks to God You can thank him, you can blame him Either way you're gonna face him Whether you believe in him or not In the end Everybody talks to God Everybody talks to God Talks to God. Yeah, everybody talks to God. Yes, they do. And we pray for a good conversation for you. Yeah. <laughs> pray it's not a bad one. <laughs> hey, we're giving you those. an opportunity. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to help. <laughs> thanks, guys. Hey, thanks, everyone, for being here. We appreciate you. Uh, couldn't do it without you guys. Yeah. I mean the Lord. Oh. Yeah, well Jonathan's pretty late. He just got here. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. 
Detention. Detention. Breakfast club for you. Hmm. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week. No, we won't yeah. see you next week. No. We'll so see you in two what's weeks. the homework for everybody? Okay. So for all the women that are listening, next Friday is going to be ladies night. That means you have to listen to three ladies testimonies. I'll give you some really good ones. Okay. Episode 15, Paulette Anderson. Episode 14, Gwen Besser. And then there's one more I'd love you to listen to. Uh, episode 21, Little Red Rocking Chair. Ladies night next weekend for the ladies. For the guys, I'm going to give you three different ones to listen to. Okay, so for the guys, we're going to go episode eight with Pastor Holmes. Then we're going to do episode 22 with Pastor BJ Van Amen. And then episode 45 with Pastor Chad Peck. So we got three pastors you guys can listen to. And for the girls, we got a couple of Mary's friends. And then, uh, yeah, all Mary's friends, Little Red Rocking Chair, too. I'm, I'm ferociously typing. Ferociously. I know wasn't Pastor Peck. Okay. Okay. So the, the girls are listening to the girls' testimony. And the guys are listening to the pastor testimonies. Huh. It's interesting. And Jay, I'd love to be part of the Zoom for your Bible study. Just send me an invite and give me a day's notice of when it's going to be. I'll do my best to pop in there. It's Mondays. Mondays? I'll give you the, yep. All okay. Right. All right. God bless you, everybody. Calling. Get to work, everybody. We got work to do. Come on. All right. Let's go spread the good news. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Good night. Plenty of opportunities out there. Get to work. I know. <laughs>